When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. A global recession looms. A realignment of the orthodox tea supply chain is underway. And Assam opens its first high schools for children of tea workers. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Economists from so many nations are citing so many compelling reasons for slowing growth. They're probably right. A recession looms. Deutsche Bank was the first on Wall Street to forecast a recession. Goldman Sachs places the likelihood of a recession by 2024 at 38%. The combination of spiking energy prices, rising interest rates, rising stock volatility, and rising inflation are long-term indicators. The war in Ukraine and the COVID-19 lockdown of Shanghai, China's most important financial center, are immediate concerns. Signs of stagflation are worrisome as Europe considers bans on Russian oil, gas, and coal amid constrained supply chains at a time when inflation is averaging a record 7.5% among EU members. Four EU countries are already above 10% inflation. Energy prices are up 45% compared to March 2021. Withdrawing Russian fertilizer and 30% of the world's grain from world trade foretells a food catastrophe. Grain stockpiles are low due to last year's drought, and the price per bushel of wheat at $11 is 72% higher than last year. In the U.S., consumer prices are the highest in 40 years, but predictions are for a moderate downturn. Global markets expanded by 25% in 2020 and are now 13% greater than 2019. The tea trade is currently valued at $7.7 billion, ranking 374th globally, a tiny fraction of the $28.5 trillion traded in 2021. Tea exports are in decline, but consumption continues to expand as producing countries retain 69% of the tea harvest 
up from 58% in 2010. The Economist Intelligence Unit estimates 3.4% growth in tea consumption in 2022, despite sanctions following the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Business Insight In America, where lockdowns devastated downtown coffee shops and cafes, lunch with iced tea is again being served as office workers return to their desks and factories to make up for lost time. The Pew Research Center finds that 59% of U.S. workers who say their work can be done mainly from home continue working from home most of the time, down from 71% in October 2020. The survey respondents in January 2022 said the impetus for working from home is by choice rather than necessity, but 38% report their workplace is closed or unavailable. Sanctions have realigned the Orthodox tea supply chain, putting a large share of the world's fifth most valuable tea market in play. The war in Ukraine has disrupted the black tea supply chain more than either the pandemic or the Great Recession in 2009. The signs are evident of a global realignment of tea suppliers as governments in Europe, North America, Japan, Taiwan, and South Korea are joined by multinational companies in suspending operations in the Russian market, triggering a damaging national recession. Up for grabs is an export market in freefall, but worth at least 350 to 400 million in 2022. According to the Economist Intelligence Unit, Russia, which accounted for an estimated 2.3% of global consumption in 2021, quote, will be affected by a sharp forecast recession in 2022. We forecast a decline in tea consumption in both 2022 and 2023, end quote. Tea brand executives in Moscow write that, quote, for Russia, it means that we'll have to reduce the amount of discounts in supermarkets and try to switch more consumers to tea bags as the margin for loose leaf is low and it's difficult to manage blends because of loose orthodox tea shortages, end quote. Russia imports 5.4% of the world's tea by value, spending $413 million on teas from 45 countries in 2020. The Federal Customs Service in Russia last year estimated that the market would import 442 million worth of tea in 2022. By comparison, Pakistan spent 646 million on tea, accounting for about 8.4% of the global tea trade by value. The U.S. bought 6% of world tea imports in 2020, spending $473 million. Sri Lanka, Russia's top tea trading partner, earned $124 million in 2020 for 30 million kilos of Orthodox tea. The Sri Lankan tea exports overall fell by 27,000 metric tons, about 10% year-on-year in 2019, to total 265,000 metric tons in 2020, then rose to 286 thousand metric tons in 2021, but will fall much lower in 2022. 
As recently as 2013, Sri Lanka supplied Russia with 47 million kilos of tea. A downward trend was evident since the Crimean sanctions were imposed in 2014 and accelerated during the pandemic. Last year, Turkey imported 39 million kilos and Iraq imported 33 million kilos from Sri Lanka, replacing the Russian Federation as the top buyers of Ceylon tea. India, Russia's second most important tea supplier, is expected to take up the slack as Sri Lanka will fall far short of its annual production of 300 million kilos. Sri Lanka accounts for 50% of the world's orthodox tea exports, the style favored by Russians. India mainly manufactures CTC, producing only 120 million kilos of orthodox tea annually. Last week, after visiting Sri Lanka, executives of the South India Tea Exporters Association estimated a 20-25% to decline in Sri Lanka output. If that prediction holds true, a 75 million kilo gap will impact trade with Russia, Iraq, Iran, Turkey, Libya, and UAE. Sri Lanka exporters acknowledge a decline, but place the shortfall closer to 30 million kilos. But that was before widespread protests, a reduction to between 5 and 10 hours of electricity daily to run tea factories, and the dissolution of Sri Lanka's parliament leading to a constitutional crisis. The gap in supply will expand even more as sanctions take hold. Germany ranks fifth among Russia's tea trading partners, and Poland ranks 13th. In Poland and Germany, exports of hot tea destined for Russia before sanctions are now en route to refugees and anxious tea drinkers in Eastern Europe. Business Insight Russia ranked 11th in tea exports at 105 million in 2020, accounting for 1.5% of global tea exports by value, far behind Poland at 265 million and Germany at 223 million. Prior to invading Ukraine, the primary export destinations for Russian tea were Kazakhstan and Belarus, each accounting for 20% of Russian tea exports. The current situation will likely enhance trade with Kyrgyzstan, the Moldova Republic, and Azerbaijan, and disrupt trade with Latvia and Eastern Europe except Hungary. Ukraine imported 14.8 million worth of Russian tea in 2020. Elementary education is mandated at Assam's 803 registered tea gardens but for the first time, state-funded high schools will now enroll the children of tea workers. Ninety-seven high schools will open May 10th on tea estates with 13 located off-site, serving smallholders who operate 75,000 small tea gardens. An additional 22 schools will open for the 2003 academic year, and 81 schools will be upgraded to provide secondary education. Two years ago, the government of Assam established a 12 million rupee development fund, approximately 160,000 in U.S. dollars, to construct the new high schools. Children of 1.1 million workers attending school are served breakfast and a midday meal. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. 
India Tea Price Report for the week ending April 2, 2022. With Sri Lanka in deep economic crisis, there is an anticipated drop of 15 to 25% in the country's tea production. And because Sri Lanka accounts for about 50% of the total trade of orthodox tea with markets in West Asia, North Africa, Turkey and Russia, this shortfall could be significant. Buyers of Sri Lankan tea may turn towards India to meet the deficit, although Indian exporters are quick to clarify that it's unlikely that buyers will replace their allegiance to brand Ceylon tea just yet. Meanwhile, in some relief for India, Russian buyers are showing a return to the market after the last three weeks. In auctions, North India only saw a sale 13 at Siliguri. Darjeeling tea is yet to hit the auctions, although the first flush teas are already out in the retail market. So far, Goodrick has had a record sale from its white tea from the Badam Tam estate. The buyer was Indian tea brand Golden Tips, who bought 10 kilos of organic white tea at Rs. 23,000 per kilo. In the south, auctions took place as usual. Kunur saw a good uptake of orthodox leaf and exporters were active for larger broken grades, fannings and dust. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade understands that a successful tea blend goes beyond the creative fusion of appearance, aroma and flavor. Our multi-award winning product development team is passionate about converting natural ingredients into sensory experiences that customers crave. Every recipe is formulated with a commercial backbone of dependable quality sourcing with a pricing structure that supports a safe, regulated, profitable and scalable blend. Q-Trade meets every brand's retail, food service and e-commerce need. For more information, visit our website qtradetees.com In this installment of Frugal Innovations, T-Biz travels to Assam, India to meet planter and mechanical engineer Ranjit Chaliha, who describes the Varun, a device named after the Hindi god of war that recirculates heated exhaust to conserve energy and eliminate the inconsistency in tea dryers that lower tea quality. In 1961, Ranjit Chaliha arrived at his family's Korangani estate in Assam and never left. He had trained as a mechanical engineer and worked briefly at the Assam Electricity Board. And now the tea factory became a place of many experiments. He eagerly adopted new technologies and tinkered with new machines. Ranjit also became a member and later chairman of the engineering subcommittee of the Tea Research Association, involved in machinery development and tea research. It was during his tenure that the model tea factory in Toklai was constructed. In 1998, Ranjit presented a paper at an engineering symposium on tea machinery on the recirculation of air in the tea dryer and his findings based on experiments in recirculating part of the exhaust air. Recently, Ranjit was in the news for the patent he was finally awarded for his innovation, Varun, a device that will address inconsistencies in drying tea. Congratulations on the patent, Mr. Chaliha. How long did it take for you to get it? For me, it took 12 years. And unfortunately, the patent examiner initially was not convinced. He was not impressed. Uh, he put all sorts of you know, other irrele- irrelevant questions and things like that to him. Ultimately, it was a very pleasant surprise. It came. So how did the idea for Varun come about and what does Varun do? You see, what happens is in the tea dryer, the ambient air is heated to a high temperature, to about 
200 degrees Fahrenheit and blow it through the, the thinly spread tea leaves, spread on trays. And the air goes from below the trays, through the tea and up. In Assam, the weather changes from dry in the beginning of the year to very moist during the monsoons and again dry towards the end of the year. July, August, September are the, are the moist months. At that time also, the, the air is heated to 200 degrees Fahrenheit, let's say, and blown through the wet tea leaves, and they get a result which is acceptable. But then come November, when the atmosphere itself is dry, the air itself, itself is dry, then also this, this air is heated to the same 200 degrees Fahrenheit. In July, the ambient air would have a relative humidity of, let's say, 50-60% or maybe more. And in, in November, the relative humidity may be 30-40%, much lower. And it is heated to the same temperature. The, the relative humidity, instead of 2-3%, it would go down to probably 1-2% which you don't need because your 3% was good enough. You're heating it till 1-2%. In fact, not only don't need it, it's bad because the air becomes drier than what it was before and you get a faster drying, which is also not good. Anyway, so I, I thought to myself, why heat till 200 degrees? Why not till about 190 degrees or 180 degrees? So that the relative humidity goes down to near about what it was in July. How does monitoring the temperature and controlling the drying impact the tea itself? You should get more consistent drying. Quality of tea is formulated, made by various numerous things, including the rate of drying. Rate of drying is 2.8 to 3.6 percent loss of moisture per minute. In conventional dryers, that was the rate at which the wet leaves should lose moisture. So if the tea is dried faster than that, it would some quality will be lost. And if, if it is dried slower than that, then also quality will be lost. So there's a range within which the leaf drying rate of the Tea should take place. So, and all that is dependent on various things like to what temperature you heat the air and the relative humidity of the hot air. And that is also dependent on the ambient conditions of the air to start with. So, since the ambient conditions vary, the hot air conditions will also vary if you heat to the same temperature. So, this instrument will tell you that. In order to keep a reasonable, say, consistency in the condition of the drying air, this will tell you to what temperature it should be heated. Who is this monitor most helpful for? Is it for CTC production, orthodox, is it speciality? I mean, is it diagnostic in that anybody can use it? Yes, yes. Of course, it's got to be calibrated differently for different dryers and different ways of manufacturing uh, different machines and different, uh, mainly different dryers has got to be calibrated differently and also 
situations, locations. It's a psychometric thing. So uh, it's got to be adjusted for height above sea level. And how difficult or easy is it to install it and implement it? Very easy. Just a, just a, a meter. Right, 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 right. And it's got leads. How long will it take for a producer to recover the cost of investment in Marun? Within one year. What do you need to take Marun to market? Firstly, it's an uphill task. I mean, people have tried to sell this uh, instrument in the market earlier. As I said, only two or three were sold. So now that we've got the feedback that they are not interested in doing it manually, we'll have to make it automatic. There are different ways by which gardens heat the air. One is in by gas, natural gas in Upper Assam. And the rest of the country mainly they use coal. With gas, it's easier regulated through the burner. But in coal, some more work has to be done. But first, let me get this manually operated machine going first. And also, I have to say this. It's it's not a very glamorous thing. It will give you it will give you savings in fuel maybe up to three percent, and also consistency in drying. But three percent savings for a big factory making ten lakhs kgs. Fuel costs maybe I don't know what what, what they are now. Was six seven rupees a kg. So about ten lakhs is about. Uh, 70, 70 lakhs, even 2% of that is quite a lot, much more than the cost of the instrument. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of TBiz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the TBiz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.